The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. stars. Welcome. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you're listening from in the world on Mind Body Spirit FM, it's time to get empowered, dear stars. This is Sharita Star. Welcome to another episode of how we guide you to never compromise living consciously. It's always my goal here on the Sharita Star and Power Hour. And today we've got episode six, and we will be diving deep into the timing of our law of attraction once again. But this time we're going to journey with our personal forecast. Last episode, we t- we really got into the whole rhythm and understanding of what lunar cycles are able to truly bless us with as a law of attraction timing um, understanding because everything in the law of attraction, you know, the whole topic, general principles and the, the whole nine yards of it. At the end of the day, again, the Cliff Notes version is it is all about our feeling and emotional base. You know, what that emotional bank account is. What's going on with our feeling and our emotions? Well, in astrology, who guides that? The moon. And that's what we talked about last episode so if you're just discovering us for the first time on Mind, Body, Spirit FM, uh, be sure to check out the last episode, episode five, because that is going to um, kind of be the, it, it's the precursor to this episode. And now we're going to take it all a huge step further because when we really, really get into, once we got that feeling and emotion based down and, and we understand that what's happening on a new moon up to a full moon and and so on and so forth. Once we dive into the personal forecast, we get this whole other delicious layers. And and I'll say layers because there's so many layers to your forecast at all times. Um, But we're going to not only look at it from an astrological uh, vantage point, but we'll be looking at it from how numbers work. And, you know, one of the things that, law of attraction really deeply taps into is your um, vibration as well. Aside from that feeling and emotional base, we, we talk about your vibration a lot. What, what's your frequency like? Well, your personal forecast is going to tell you so much about what you're now is all about in the rhythm of your life. And numerology is, it's it's astounding how amazing numerology is to be able to teach us and guide us and give us this, again, it's this crystal ball, personal way of, you know, taking us out of that cookie cutter generality of the law of attraction and, and, and it puts us in you know, the driver's seat of our own law of attraction practice, you know, and, and I like, I don't know about you, 
but I like being in the driver's seat more than I prefer to be the passenger and being taken somewhere. So if you want to really like be in the driver's seat of your own law of attraction practice, understanding your personal forecast, how you feel, where your emotional base is, and then what your vibration and frequency is in accordance to this personal forecast, you will master it better than anything. And the the other thing about law of attraction is you are not always meant to be manifesting. And if you follow your forecast, you are going to be given that permission and the allowing. If, 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 if you also understand a lot about the law of attraction, and again, I will reference Abraham Hicks. That is where I find the most... Uh, validating and accurate way of describing the law of attraction and talking about it. And I mean, they, like I said, in episode five, the last episode, they've been doing it for, you know, now it's like going on like, I don't know, a good four decades they've been doing this. So um, it's, again, amazing to tap into. So you you want to know your vibration and your frequency. And when you get into your personal forecast, this is how you're going to get it and it's how you're going to attain it. And from, again, a number standpoint alone, and what we, we are going to talk about, you know, how planetary transits work in the astrological chart, but nevertheless, just understanding the numbers alone, <laughs> it's just like, it can make your head spin, um, how much this stuff works. And, and once you start to observe these patterns in your life, again, it'll be like, you know, I, I, I kind of say like, you know, when, when we talk about like moon voids, uh, which we tapped into in, in the last, uh, episode, when you understand how to follow the, the moon void calendar in your timing for your timing, You'll, it's like American Express. You're never going to leave home without it. I, I mean, you, you just won't. You'll never make another move in your life without it. And once you really understand your personal forecast, you're never going to not consult with it in order to work with your personal frequency, your personal vibration. It's coming from that energetic flow around you. I mean, you are who you are because of the day that you got here. That's your root. That's your base. That's the functionality of how you're rooted into the ground, so to speak. But your forecast is the flow of the now always in motion and in a procession in your life. That's your forecast. So we'll dive in. So numbers. So you've heard me talk in previous episodes about personal year cycles when we're doing a forecast. Um, and we've t touched upon even how America experiences, you know, you don't have to be a person to have a forecast. You can be a country, you can be a business, you can be um, an entity of any kind and have a forecast. Even children obviously have a forecast, you know, every thing with a point of initiation, every being, every Anything with a point of initiation will have a forecast from the moments moving forward after that point of initiation. So these personal year cycles, they always flow, as we know, in that one to nine. Understanding, we're going to keep repeating that our whole life. We land on that life path number. And then we will, birthday to birthday, we just, again, all the math calculations, it's going to reduce down to a number one to nine. So whether, like a year of the one, if you're in a one personal year, I always say, if it's new, it's for you. That means you're really starting new stuff. I mean, talk about like manifesting. But that's really where your intention setting, because you may not watch the manifestations come to fruition yet in a one personal year because you've just left and concluded a nine-year span of time 
and you're beginning a brand new one. So it's a point of your life where you are really strongly planting new. It's all about new seeds and, and it's all new opportunities and new things coming your way. And, and, and when you are, you know, significantly shifting, um, you know, moving from one nine year span of time into another is highly pivotal for any human being, a business, a country, who, whatever, you know, subject you're going to be examining. But in the layer of, of that, so you have the one and then you would build, you're going to build that foundation in the first four years. So this is where I say in your understanding, your attraction, and not that you can't magically manifest, you know, I used to, when, when I was frequently going to New York all the time, well, I could manifest a parking spot all the time. I was very good at doing that because of what we do with visualization. And that is a very strong part as well of what we do when we're practicing our law of attraction. But when we understand our personal timing, you know, manifesting a parking spot is, is one thing. <laughs> but when we understand, okay, well, how are we energetically flowing in, in our life? What I'm doing here in year one, I'm, be, I'm building, I'm starting to build again. And I'm going to take four years to build a very strong foundation so that when I'm in that year five, I'm going to leverage, I'm going to blossom, I'm going to really move and groove. And then I'm going to harmonize and balance out in year six. Then I'm going to take a really strong year of self-reflection or whatever it is that needs to be cleansed so that I can get ready for my ultimate harvest year in the eight. And then I get ready for the nine year and I start releasing what I don't need again and come to kind of dynamic conclusions and, 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 you know, it's kind of like a triumphant, a nine year can be very triumphant, but if we're holding on to stuff we don't need anymore, we're going to notice a lot of things are, are you know, they're leaving us so that we have that fertile ground again, because we're going back to one. We just keep cycling in that. So when you understand that, in your law of attraction, you don't need to be trying to do things at a time in your life when they're not exactly well supported. Like, wow, I, I you know, it's like you can't have the cart before the horse or vice versa, how, how they say that. I mean, the cart can sit there and look pretty, but until you have the horse, you can't pull it. Unless you got some other animals <laughs> that might pull it for you. <laughs> But you understand my point of the analogy. So knowing that personal year cycle, just that alone is, is going to be just such an amazing point of what, what is attracting to you in your now? What is meant to be showing up? You got that. Now, within the year, there's this nine flow of nine within the year itself. And then within the month itself, there's a flow of, you'll have three cycles of nine days in any given month's time. And of course, with the way that, you know, the math works when you're calculating the forecast, you'll have like a remainder, but give or take within any average month, you will have three cycles of nine days flow in that, in that calendar month. So... Your numerical forecast gives you three numbers at any given time. The, the, day, the personal day cycle will obviously change every day. The personal month cycle changes once a month. And the personal year cycle changes once a year. So you got three numbers every, like when you think about where am I attracting today? Where will I be attracting tomorrow? You're going to be looking at that year, the month, and then how the day is flowing. Now, here's what gets just super interesting. So, and, and, you know, I always keep repeating, I'm, I'm just a math geek. That's all I ever do is, you know, I'm a math geek completely with this work um, because it's numbers. <laughs> Astrology is numbers. The numerology is obviously numbers. But it's just when you get into like seeing that this is the quantum that we live in i mean we attract where we're at 
So like, I'll use an example of, of how this works. So like we can be, you know, whatever it is we do for a living and where we go, or like, I want to like say this, like quote unquote, what seems to quote unquote happen by chance or happen randomly. When you start to look at numbers, you will notice they're not as random as they appear because you're attracting to them because of your forecast from the numbers perspective. So let's say you, you, you know, you, you get an invitation to go out with your friends for dinner after work, or you have a couple drinks at, you know, after work, whatever, and, and you go to a particular location Start to pay attention to the address of the space. Like, what does it add up to? Like, let, let's say it's 240, right? So you would just take two and four and zero. It becomes a six. That reduces down to six. You always want to find when you just want that root energy to know where this one to nine business is going on. You just, just add everything up and reduce it. Whatever, whatever it is. Or if it's like a three, let's say you went to address 333. Well, that's a nine. Now, what you will start to notice once you tap into this understanding of your personal forecast via the numbers alone, you will either be in a nine, let's say you're at the six address. You'll be in a six year or six month or a six personal day that day. There's something aligning you in that six or, and, and this is like probably one of my favorite questions to ask people. Cause I always like to know who I'm dealing with when I meet somebody new. It's like just very casual for me to just slip in like, Oh, so when's your birthday? Find out who you're talking to. If you've just met them, you know, just to, you can, you can do it casually. It's not a nosy question. And you're not asking their age, you're asking their birthday. Remember, it's very polite. <laughs> and what you'll also notice, so let's say you're in that uh, a six personal day, month, or a year, and that person tells you, oh, I'm, I'm born March 15th, or I'm born September 24th, or I'm born June 6th. All of those people are a six vibration that would be aligned to you. They would attract to you for a particular reason. And so why I'm utilizing that kind of example is because that person is, if they match up in your forecast, you should be paying attention to them. So let's say uh, for another example, when you're in like an eight personal year cycle, that's a heavy connectivity year because the eight naturally just when we just understand one portion of what the eight does, aside from being a very strong harvest year, very strong year of recognition and reward, or again, circulating in a personal month or within a personal day within the month cycle, an eight is going to pull in something of that nature into your personal experience going to pull in some personal recognition, reward, or connectivity with people that you're also meant to be paying attention to. So you tend to meet important people that are meant to be part of your journey, or you're meant to either in the future do some form of business with, or have some form of a personal relationship with. And, and you'll notice this. Again, when you pay attention to the numbers in your life, it starts, again, it'll be like American Express. You'll never leave home without that going on. Now, I'm still a type of person where, you know, I, again, I love my modern day technology, but I enjoy my old fashioned ways of doing things. And of course, you know, I got here long before there was cell phones <laughs> And the like. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still old school in many regards of, you know, how I prefer to do things. So, you know, I still have a calendar date book that I write things down in. Um, you know, I don't like my 
technology to do all of that for me. I like writing things down. So I always have, of course, for me, it's just, I mean, after doing this for a couple of decades, it's, you know, it's my habit and routine. I don't really even need to write it down. It's just how I understand my own rhythm. But at one point I did, I write it down in my date book, you know, hey, okay, this is, here's all my cycles of nine for this month. And here's the month I'm in and here's the gear I'm in. And, and I'm always paying attention to that. And of course, I do this with any client I work with. I do the same thing. And I, you know, when we get into the deep depths of a forecast, this is something I do with monthly uh, people uh, because that's, you, you've got to do, you got to meet up once a month in order to tap into it th- that deeply. But when they do, they, they're marveled by how they start watching everything start to attract in a line and they go, wow, this, this isn't as random as you think it is. Wow. This is like amazing. So you tend to flow to the numbers that are in that forecast, however they're showing up. You will notice all these patterns when you start to pay attention, conscious, consciously pay attention to them. Even prices you pay for stuff is, is an oddity, but you'll notice sometimes you see that that shows up in a particular way um, or just anywhere you're going about your day you start to pick up on how the energy is working with you. Now, let's say, for example, you're in a two-personal day or month or a year. You know, that's more of, that is a very lunar-guided, <laughs> moon-guided cycle, whether it be the year, the month, or, the, or just, you know, reoccurring every nine days in our life, because it does. And so what we notice on a two-personal, personal any day, month, or year, the emotions and the feelings are more heightened. And not that they're not at any other time, but they really are more asking for our, us to be addressing them in some way, shape, or form. We, we may have a very strong grieving experience that shows up um, under two energies, for example. So again, when we know that, And it's not to say that we're still not going to be working successfully with the law of attraction, but what we want to understand is if we're not honoring what we need to be healing or possibly grieving, I don't know, what what are you going to manifest if you don't really take care of what you need to reflect on in your life? You know, you can't not address it. And, and I think society, and you've heard me say this, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know, we, we live in this cultural illusion, I like to call it a lot of the time, because it is a form of an illusion, that we have to be this, con- we have to constantly be busy and run, 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 overschedule. My God, we overschedule our kids. I mean, I've never seen... Children more overscheduled in my entire life. We, I mean, growing up for me, we never did that. Just went out and played and that was it. We didn't have play dates. We didn't have 20 million things from this hour to that hour to this hour after school to do. And, you know, I get there's a lot of generational differences, obviously, between, you know, how we all keep evolving as human beings. But nevertheless, it's a very, the cycles that we experience have not quickened in their movement as much as the way humans are living and choosing to live is too, it's like too sped up. So we're not honoring the cycles that we naturally experience. So when we don't honor the cycles, we miss points in that law of attraction for ourselves. And then sometimes we become the definition of insanity because we keep repeating the same things over and over again and wondering why things aren't changing. So there's just so much that when we slow down, 
and tap in. And we start to honor this natural rhythm for ourselves. And stop, again, being in this cookie cutter version of what the illusion wants. We tend to get a lot better results. Because, again, the planets... I mean, yes, they are telling us, uh, especially in the here and the now, they're, they're telling us humanity is going through some pretty awakening times and, and, and we are going through very strong, significant earth changes. And we feel like there's this acceleration going on. We feel all that collectively. There is that collective energy happening. There's no question about any of that. But the bottom line is, how are we navigating that and how are we consciously working with it in our even collective law of attraction because the planets don't move any faster and these cycles don't move any faster than they did a hundred five hundred a thousand years ago you know like time it appears as an illusion to have been sped up and of course yes we have advanced you know We've advanced in the technology and all the things that we are conveniently, quote unquote, able to be able to do now as as humans. But I, you know, I, I do dare to ask anybody the question, at what cost is it to be that convenient to the human soul? Because that formula hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all. The way that we understand our personal timing and when we're watching that as above and what that brings to us down here below, that timing has never changed. The patterns and the configurations of the planets have always changed because we know as we I think I just said that last episode as well. No two moments in time are ever the same way twice. But we live in a world that we are falsely moving in time and we're not getting what we ultimately need because we're not honoring our personal forecast. Therefore, our timing with our law of attraction is a little bit off base from what it should be. So another thing that we look at beyond, it's a very underlying layer. It's kind of like I want to say, these, and and they're in our new, this is a very more deeper um, understanding the nuts and bolts of who you are. And like we were talking about in the last episode with the, lunar cycles and, you know, knowing your moon sign and and just knowing how you, you, you will be the constant in your own lifetime to navigate your emotions. You're always going to do that because you have a particular moon sign. It's, It's a certain way that you're going to receive and allow yourself to feel within your life. And what obviously particular area of your life is your moon placed in, in your natal chart. That's all like an internal way of totally understanding, again, that constant of what your emotional base is like. So in our numerology charts, there's, so we've been just previously discussing how the personal year, month, and day cycles are allowing the now attraction around us. And and another, it, it, it kind of goes back and forth, but they're, they are such long periods, they're called pinnacle and period cycles in our uh, numerology charts. And these are, they, it's all how, it's all based upon how we calculate different configurations of the day and the month and the year you're born and add things up and reduce them and, and do all this fun. Again, math geeking out. And your period cycles, you have three of them. In, in your numerology birth chart. So this is kind of like a birth chart for your numerology versus your forecast, but they do layer into your forecast in, in some way. But it's, again, more like an underlying way. 
it's kind of like where you come from within. I, when I sit down with clients, one of the things I explain when I'm talking about how your, your pinnacle and your, and your period cycles work in, in your numerology chart is it's, it's like if you're an actor, right. And you're on stage, you know, you're going to have your, you know, your other actors, coming and going state exiting stage left and stage right and that activity is again like the now but like how you did your character study how you knew how to what the blocking was for example um that's all the internal things you're doing that make that action on that stage look so seamless so these period and, and, and pinnacle cycles are kind of like the internal work an actor does to kind of become what they are on camera or on stage, either or. Um, most actors are on camera or on stage, I suppose. <laughs> Although some are in real life, don't you think? <laughs> I have to throw some humor in there, don't we? Um, so... We have three period cycles in 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 along the course of the life, and it, and it breaks off again. This is all going to f- be figured out as to what your life path is, which of course is that yellow brick road that you have. It's that ground beneath your feet, always that you as whatever karmic path you came down to, and the sun sign and your rising sign, and how you as that person is walking that yellow brick road. That's your life path. So your Period cycles will switch twice in your life, and then your pinnacle cycles shift four times. So these obviously cover a number of years, and again, depending on how the math geeks out for you personally, will determine what age these things will all naturally occur. So understanding your pinnacle and your period cycles are, it's a, like I said, it's very like that internal actor kind of work. It's, it's the deeper, it's deeper stuff. It's not so much like on the surface, so to speak. It's, it's very like, it's kind of like outer planet retrogrades too. You know, like I, we've talked about in previous episodes where, it's a subtlety that's going on. It, it's not so like a direct Mercury retrograde, uh, which of course we're under one of those as we are airing this episode on the 16th of September. So we have um, a outer planet heaviness going on. If if, if you're listening to the, if you're listening uh, to the Sharita Star and Power Hour here on. Mind, Body, Spirit FM for the first time, um, and life's been a little wonky over the past week or so for you with communications and and phones and computers and internet and weird just weirdness rescheduling. It's Mercury retrograde, by the way. <laughs> Things are a little off base. Please go back to episode I think it's three, uh, mastering Mercury retrograde. You can learn all about why we're experiencing that right now as uh, we are airing this episode. Uh, But this is one we want people to go back to and revisit frequently as well. As we keep evolving with this uh, podcast, we will um, probably get into a lot more current transit and in the, the now things. But I really wanted a nice collection and base as we got going with the journey here of just standard go-tos because I, I, I don't think, uh, people have enough of that. Like it's always about what's going on right now. (laughs) Well, you can't understand what's going on right now. If you don't understand how to read everything, right? So circling back to your pinnacle and period cycles. So knowing what is happening with with all of with, with between the two of those is also in connectivity with the current personal year cycle your month and your day again that's going to span out over a very you know your 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 first period cycle can last anywhere from 25 to almost 
33 years of age. You know, it, it depends on, again, your life path and how to calculate all that. So you, sh and, and then you'll shift for another 27 years and then you have the remainder of your life to live out the third one. And then the pinnacle ones all filter in and, and other, they kind of shift a little differently than, than the period cycles. And, uh, but nevertheless, uh, they give you this, again, deeper guidance of how to understand your more subconscious point of, of attraction and just things you would naturally be experiencing and what you naturally want to be focusing on. Um, I mean, and even in understanding, you know, your uh, nuts and bolts of, of your like numerological birth chart, you know, knowing your life path and knowing your karmic path and what they're asking of you, it's another way to understand your, again, that practicality of who you are in your law of attraction practice because you cannot be a square peg fitting in a round hole. You know, I, I again, I, I'm not a cookie cutter person. I, I never do that in anything that I, yes, we have general rules and there's patterns and all of these things that are similar, but the way we individually experience them is very different. So you cannot cookie cutter people together and then expect them all to succeed at the same time. It's impossible. It's truly impossible. You can't take people and make them all do something at the same time. I mean, well, you can. <laughs> We've watched that, haven't we? But that doesn't mean it's the right thing for them to do. So we will just... Um, let the numbers do what they want to do. So now onward to things that we also can consider with our numbers, allowing us to do all these fun things. So between like just knowing that numerological forecast in that three-tiered layer. And again, when you really want to dive into your soul and, and, and what the real deep dish stuff is, your, your pinnacle and period cycle guidance, and just how all of that works together. And then looking at the transit alone of the moon, you're going to have such a marvelous way once again, to get into your own natural rhythm. When you know that three-tiered layer of your numerological forecast, and then you know how that how the moon and the here and the now is affecting your chart on an astrological basis. You, you, you that's your key to mastering the law of attraction, <laughs> because there's nothing you're not going to understand about your timing on a real fundamental level that way because you're always going to know where is 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 the most attentive feeling showing up in your life to be addressed that's always the current transit of the moon there's always something wherever the moon is in your life you know whether it's in your finances is it in your thinking and mentality is it in your home life is it with your kids is it with your with your own creative nature um, you know, is your routine off today? Is you and your partner having a, you know, kind of having a, a an oopsie kind of understanding? Are your investments not working too well? Um, maybe you've been traveling and things are a little upset when you're traveling or there's some emotional thing going on at work or your friends are having a, you know, a little bit of an extra feeling moment or you need some time alone. <laughs> The moon is always going to tell you how to calculate that every couple of days in your life and how to own that rhythm and not resist the rhythm that it wants you to have. And then again, coupling in that three-tiered layer of your uh, numerological forecast, is it's, it's just, hey... I'm starting something today. No, I'm meant to be permanently changing something today. No, I'm meant to be ending something today. No, I should be harvesting something today. You know, however that one to nine flow is going and then the, the major focus of the month and then what the year is asking you overall, you start to get into that rhythm. You're never, again, it's like American Express. You're never going to leave home without it. So 
other things that that do factor in, and again, this is still going to go back to our lunar lady. Because what she does, because again, remember from last episode, she gets around your chart once a month. So you always have a lunar return once a month. You've, you've always got the moon comes back to the natal point in your chart once a month. So we're always like a little, sometimes a little extra emotional under those days, or there's something kind of significant that shows up. Again, understanding the other facets of your forecast, it's, it's going to all start to make this rhythmic sense as, as you get used to understanding it, this, it, this is a language to understand in another way. I mean, even though I'm talking about it in English, <laughs> but anybody can, um, it, it, it's just understanding another language of, of living and consciousness, um, and understanding timing. But what, so when we're looking at like, you know, we, we talked about another couple episodes back about understanding outer planet retrogrades and what they do when, when they're asking for reflection, even though they're doing it for like four to five months at a time. So that doesn't mean we stop and put, put the brakes on in that particular area of our life. Or like right now, as we're airing this episode, it's a Mercury retrograde where we're being asked to be mindful in the signs of uh, Libra and Virgo for the current example. Very, very early uh, Libra and very late Virgo is is where the, the backtracking of the Mercury is, is presently happening here. So, but what happens is with the with what the lunar cycle is always going to be doing is that because it tootles around that zodiac wheel in one month's time every month again giving us that new and full moon ebb and flow and that seesawing all around your chart is that it's always going to touch upon all the current other it's always going to keep once a month it's going to conjunct planets that are retrograde Outer planets, inner planets, whatever. It'll aspect them in different ways, depending on where it is. So like, uh, for an example of this with America's current forecast right now. So America is in, and this is something that's up on my Patreon, uh, Soul Certainty Community. Uh, I did this forecast for America back in, uh, on our birthday as a nation. We're in an eight personal year cycle. I have coined it, themed it, accepting accountability in America. It's a Saturn guided year. So the country is meant to be stepping up in its responsibility. It's a meant, meant to be accepting accountability in many ways. I mean, we are meant to be recognized for something. I'm not sure what that is in this moment as we're trying to be healing. I, I, I There's a lot of healing that this country is still contending with. But what I deeply get into is is the timing of the country and how and how this works. But for example, of what I'm trying to explain with the lunar cycles coming back around uh, and aspecting things and so on. So the country is in what we know as right now as a um, Pluto return. This is the first time in America we've ever had a Pluto return. Since we were born as a nation, because Pluto, of course, he's all the way out there. It takes him forever to do anything. It takes him for, you know, it takes him over a decade just to get through one sign, sometimes close to two decades, depending where he is on, on that elliptical orbit. So right now he's having the Pluto return in America, which is meeting up and it's wavering due to his, his own retrograde. It's wavering over the country's natal, which is at 27 degrees Capricorn. So, for example, once a month, the moon is always touching that, which makes it more intense. The Pluto is sitting in the country's earning power, our money, our financial system, or any established system for that matter, what we value as a nation. And that is why you're watching this turbulence happen in, in, in the country about what we value and where we stand. And Pluto is the planet of near death, or sometimes death, and to become reborn. 
And it doesn't always mean it, it, it is a, quote, physical death, but yes, it, it does pertain to that sometimes. But it's the fact that things need to come to a closure in order for rebirth to happen. So, and, and this is a cycle for America. It's It started to formulate back in 2021. It will not conclude officially until 2024, where it really lifts off and gets away and it won't, you know, well, we certainly will not live long enough to have this happen again in our lifetime. We will have to, we'll have to recycle in another human suit for, for, for that to happen um, later on in another 240 something years. So, so every month, so now we know that the moon is going to meet up with Pluto whether it's retrograde or not, once a month, and as it meets up with other planets. But what we're noticing as a pattern in the country is every time the moon is either in Aries, in Cancer, or in Libra, it's also creating a rub to that Pluto return. So that's where you're understanding aspects. And that's that's always once a month, but it's happening like every week. So the next week, the moon is, a, a you know, it's either in a square, in opposition, another square, or back to the conjunction. And the same thing is happening with the current personal year. So we've got, we're looking at Saturn. Now Saturn happens to be in the same slice of life as the Pluto return for America right now, but it's in Aquarius. It's not in Capricorn, but they sit in the same area of the life. There's, there's Capricorn and Aquarius govern the country's finances, income, abilities to earn, Again, our value system, established systems of security across the board. So the Saturn is sitting here too, also now retrograde since the spring. Both both um, Pluto and, and Saturn, they, they, they went retrograde about a little over two months apart. One at the very end of April and Saturn went uh, retrograde back in early June under the current ones we're experiencing. So the same thing is happening. So, so the moon will get out of Capricorn and then the moon immediately moves into Aquarius. And then it's going to make a conjunction to that Saturn. And then anytime for how the <laughs> lunar cycles keep going is you're getting the square when the moon will move on to Taurus. It will move on to Leo. It moves on to Scorpio. So this area of the country's chart for it, 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 it's really getting like just a lot of energetic tension, which is why we're watching what we're watching with the inflation. And we're watching all of this, you know, just wild ride going on and the rising prices of this and the rising prices of that and just how things are, you know, just the law of attraction in America is kind of off base right now. And what what really needs to, you know, kind of happen for the country is that, you know, it, there's got to be this is accepting accountability. Um, and, and that's very strongly what what Saturn wants. Uh, as the nation is experiencing this, this current personal year. So, you know, these are just things that when, again, we get into understanding the rhythm of the law of attraction, it is how the forecast is throwing things out there. So again, you know, like I said in the last episode, when we just focused on the lunar cycles alone, you know, the people who say, oh, I tried the law of attraction and it doesn't work for me. I, I, I disagree. It, it worked for you from where you stood in your point of feeling, in your point of emotion, and where your vibration is. And what you allowed to happen at that time. That's why the law of attraction worked or whatever you believe worked for you or didn't work for you. And maybe sometimes 
you did something when you should have been reflecting. Or, hey, there was a little bit of a challenging aspect that day. That wasn't going to work as well as you thought. Well, you can't be starting something when you're meant to be finishing instead. So, again, these are all things that, you know, we, we truly need to be, you know, taking into consideration as we are understanding what we are doing as a, uh, you know, what are we doing as humans? Um, you know, we, you, you cannot, once again, you just can't, you just can't force things when they're not meant to be forced. And, and that I, I, you know, I can't probably stress that point enough to people is, you know, how very much, you know, I watch people force things in life when that's not going to work. You know, and I'm not talking about Yoda using the force. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Cause I love Yoda. I, I love Yoda. We, we do have to use the force, but we got to use the force in a, in, in a different way of understanding what, what, what we believe the force is. Um, you know, but there's just times we're not meant to be forcing things and there's no way, you know, you can visualize, you can do a lot of things, but if the timing isn't favoring for you, for your frequency, for your vibration to go there and receive it, it just won't happen. It, it doesn't have the sticking power. Um, and again, when we go back to, you know, go back to the Mastering Mercury Retrograde episode, you know, that that one will, you know, tell you all about or any of the other, uh, you know, the other episodes that explain about, you know, why do we experience things at, we do notice, you know, there's particular patterns that show up at different ages in our life. Again, it will be a different personal experience, but the pattern will be similar. But because, again, no two moments in time are the same and therefore no two people are the same because of that, we cannot expect that um, how something is happening to somebody next to us is how it's supposed to be happening for us. So one person's law of attraction practice is going to also look very different from the person who's next to them. Again, the principles can be applied the same, but the timing results at the end of the day are going to be a very different timeline. So, you know, again, I, I, I can't really stress that enough because I, it, it gets, you know, for me, <laughs> Kind of have to understand. I I, I get a little aggravated because I watch people struggle so much, and I mean, not you know, people that work with me. They they get very satisfied results from working with me directly, but it's when you like watch you you get things in the news or you you watch your social media and and you watch people kind of you know repeat the same thing all the time. And, 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 you know, again, you know, we know that, um, really, uh, old mantra there when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So it's kind of like, but sometimes you just want to shake people and go like, hello, hello, let's, let's, hello, my God, you don't have to be doing that. You don't have to do that that way. (laughs) But, you know, you can't save everybody. And you certainly cannot save people who don't want to be saved. And you can't rescue people who don't want to be rescued. So when they're ready, there's always a teacher ready to help them. Uh, there's there's there, there's so many people out there and there's good, good people. And of course, you know, uh, take a look. at. And again, if you're discovering um, Mind, Body, Spirit FM for the first time, 
take a look at all of our other wonderful podcasters uh, who have, you know, they're they're doing things in a, in in their own um, different way, and but they're all here to empower you to have a deeper connection with your with your own mind, body, and spirit because, you know, law of attraction aside, you know what we are collectively doing in these moments especially as we will be at the time of, you know, airing this episode, you know, moving into the finale of 2022 and and really crossing the threshold of 2023, we will collectively be be experiencing quite a few things. And I think things that are rather intense and and things that some people really know it's coming and other people just have no idea. So there's a lot of, th- and again, because, you know, again, no two humans are going to experience this the exact same way, even though it will be a very strong collective understanding of what is going on and, and, and what's been going on. And, you know, humanity is healing and, and I, I, I will never stop repeating that probably any episode I ever do. Um, you know, humanity is healing right now and it's it's really important that we at least understand that much. And, you know, the point of attraction of our universal year cycle is 2022's mastering the value of compassion. So, you know, I, I do hope that people find that as well in their law of attraction work. Um, but again, it's really diving in to your personal forecast that is going to allow you to really feel like you're perfecting what it is, um, as we go along. So, oh dear stars, I think we are almost at the end. Time is, this is another fun lexagram for you. Um, I'm going to do a show about lexagrams, by the way, um, coming up soon. It may be the next episode. It may be, it may be the, the, it may be the, the one after. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going by the reflection, uh, Mercury retrograde, uh, things myself these days, because you know, you have to, uh, uh what do we say? You have to practice what you preach. So, <laughs> What can we say? So we are at the end again of our time together for this episode. And I hope this has allowed you to understand a lot more about how to work with the law of attraction and how to, you know, really get into it's a personalized journey, your law of attraction story. So once you understand that, it's going to be even like just more delicious for you to find those end results that you truly want to see in your life. So again, dear stars, I truly appreciate you and thank you for being here and, and following along. Thank you always for listening to the Sharita Star and Power Hour. And until next time, this is Sharita Star from Mind, Body, Spirit FM. Never compromise, living consciously. Namaste, dear stars.
We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tollison. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.